0: Welcome to a Medics Mind, the podcast. On this episode, is not a blog read. It's just uh, some 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 me talking. That's all it is. Uh, something happened to me today that got me to thinking uh, about some things that annoy me. Uh, but more specifically, things that annoy me as as a medic and uh, how they impacted me. And one of the biggest things that annoyed me when I was working as a medic, and one of the biggest things that annoys me now as as just a general everyday guy, is entitlement. The entitlement that people seem to have today is truly astonishing, and I'll get into it more, and I'll get into why I wanted to talk about this after we listen to some more of the guitar riff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back! Thanks for joining me on this episode of a Medics Mind, the podcast. So, entitlement uh, and why it annoys me. So the, the the reason I started thinking about this is uh, I the one thing I've noticed a lot of since I moved out to Ontario in 2014 is people use their hazard lights on their you know on their car the four way flashes they use those hazard lights just for like being an asshole they're like fucking douchebag lights you know uh, i'm just going to turn it on and park in the middle of the road here cuz i want to send a text message or you know i'm going to turn him on and, and park here cuz i got to run in today i saw that it it annoys me every time and i'll get into why it fucking drives me nuts but uh it, the reason i, I and before the reason sorry i saw a guy today he was parked on the side of the road and it was a main a main road it was lakeshore road and uh the, and lakeshore runs east and west and it's a busy it's a busy road there's a lot of main arteries that run north and south that connect with it it's a it's a busy road it's the road uh, aptly named lake shorts right by the lake uh so it's a very busy busy place and this guy was parked along the sidewalk in a non-parking designated space he was just parked there with his, his four ways on and this guy it's not he wasn't they weren't he wasn't in a hazard it was not a hazard happening it was he was inside burger priest <laughs> getting some kind of burger and he just he was like yeah I guess I could find a parking spot or you know fuck it I'm just gonna park here with a, my douchebag lights on and go get a fucking greasy burger that I don't need and that's exactly what he did I because <laughs> I saw the car uh, with their four ways on and uh, and I said in my head uh, you know I was with a couple of buddies I said in my head first but then I said outward I was like I bet you that guy is just parked there for because he's a cunt I bet you that's that's what's going on, and it turns out I was right, I had some ESP going on at that uh, particular moment, not that it's hard to uh, assume the worst in people and be right uh, a lot of the time, but uh, this guy, yeah, he he comes out of the, uh, he comes out of the the burger priest, he's holding this, you know, bag that's just sopping wet with grease, Uh, so I applaud his uh, dietary choice. But then I watch him, he goes around and like, he has to wait, hey, before he can get in the driver's seat. He has to wait for, for vehicles to pass by because you're not parked in a proper place. And he's he's standing there watching the flow of traffic, waiting for his fucking moment to jump into his car and then merge back in. And he doesn't, he didn't even merge like a nice guy. He just got in his car finally when he had a chance. And then like a fucking champion asshole just started inching in, and he just, like, cut somebody off to get going. And I was like, man, the fucking entitlement on this guy, man. Like, and th- like if you drove, like, 50 feet down in the di- in the direction that he was going, if you drove 50 feet further and turned to the right, there's a fucking place to park right there. But no, this guy couldn't walk 50 feet upwards because, I mean, you know, he's got fucking... Pillow feet or something, right? He can't fucking walk fifty feet to go get a burger. You piece of shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn my hazard lights on, and just fucking park like an asshole. And I, I've seen like since moving out to Ontario, I, I've seen this more than I ever saw it out west. And I'm not I'm not comparing west to, to east with relation to people. They're all fucking assholes. But out here in the in the east, it's like you know they, they don't they're not called hazard lights out here. They're fucking douchebag lights. Because they just, just, the only time I've ever seen them operating is fucking by douchebags. And uh, it's just, it dro- it drives me nuts. It drove me nuts when I worked as a paramedic uh, for the simple fact that, you know, uh, you would go to a grocery store for a call, which happens every now and then. I get a call to a Safeway, which is kind of like a metro, I guess, sort of equivalency out here. Um, it, it, like just a grocery chain. Anyway, we got a call for uh, what came across as active child labor and we're like oh all right this could be interesting and so we go into the parking lot we start and we're going to park in front of the door because well that's where the emergency parking is uh, we need quick access and egress to the to and from so that's why you're not supposed to park there well on this particular day uh, every fucking idiot that should have been born with a helmet was his fucking out and about and uh three vehicles were parked they were stacked one behind the other uh, in the emergency, so we parked about 30 feet back, uh, front well, I guess 30 feet's a, a lot, oh, sorry, I just hit the mic stand, 30 feet's a lot, but, you know what I mean, like, we parked four car lengths back, because these people, they couldn't, they couldn't find a parking spot in, in a parking lot, and they, they had to just park right where they wanted to be, They couldn't, you know, have enough wherewithal and, you know, fortitude to just go and do what normal people do, go park in a spot, and uh, I was, I laid on the air horn, just and of course, no one moves, nobody in the vehicle moves, they just, they stay there doing their own thing, Uh, so I was like, ah, man, these guys are assholes, and we don't really have time to waste, we don't really have time to play with these guys, we gotta, we gotta go, so uh, but that's exactly what happened. We get out of the vehicle, we grab our stuff, and I, I start going by the first vehicle. No one's in it, so of course they didn't move. The second vehicle, however, there was somebody in it, and it was this girl who must have been maybe maybe in her late twenties, early early thirties at at worst. And this fucking creature was sitting there with a goddamn nail file, just fucking sawing on her fucking talons, and just she just looked at me. She just looked over at me, and like she heard the air horn but she didn't move because the car behind her didn't move because nobody was in the car behind her, so why should she move, right? It's, you know, fuck it, I'm not moving. And I remember I just looked at this girl, and I remember in my head, I remember distinctly that very fucking day, I remember in my head, I just said to myself, I was like, wow, this person owes a tree an apology because she's a dumb bitch. Fucking hate her. Hate her face. Hate her face. That, that was like the exact monologue that I had in my fucking brain prior to walking in to help a lady have a fucking baby, (laughs) right? I think, luckily, the the lady did not end up having the baby in the, in the safe. We were able to get her to the hospital, thankfully, before she had a baby. Thank Fuey, because that would have been my fourth baby in an ambulance, and that's just not, it's not a good time. I've talked about why it's not a good time, but that's, that entitlement where people just, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna park here, and if I turn my hazard lights on, that that just means I get to circumnavigate any sort of law or rule of sign, and I just I just get to do this now. This is I just this is what I this is where I want to be. So this is what I'm gonna do. No, no, you fucking idiot! That's not what you get to do at all. Go park in a normal spot. And it, you know some of the like some of the arguments I hear from people, uh, because I I do question people on this. Uh, I more so back when I was living in Edmonton, I was a little more. Um, What's the word bitter, which I know sounds funny in juxtaposition to how bitter I am right now. But uh, I, I would call people. And I'd, be, I'd be like, "What the fuck, man? Why are you parking there?" They're like, "Oh, I'm just running in for five minutes." I'm like, "Oh, well, if you have five minutes to waste, you got a sixth to go and park and then walk a minute." Like, "You, what? This is emergency parking," and they go, "Yeah, but I got my four ways on." Oh, well, he- So you you have an emergency to go pick up some fucking chicken wings or something? Like, no, bud. That's not how it works. And they go, yeah, but look, man, the parking lot's full. If I go park, I'm going to be parking, like, you know, 80 feet away. Well, I'm pretty sure if you're running in there to buy bacon-wrapped chicken wings, you could probably use the 80-foot walk, you bastard. Like, come on. (laughs) These fucking people, man. And uh, all over the place. And they don't give a fuck. Oh, here's another one for you. Little fender benders. On the road, like, when somebody, like, there's paint transfer, those little vehicles, you know, oh, shit, and they just stay in the lane, you know what I mean, in the lane of traffic, they just stay there, and they're exchanging info, and you're like, yeah, you you can move into a parking lot and do the same thing, and free up traffic, they're like, no, the police, the police need to come take pictures, so that, for the, like, insurance, uh, no, cunt, the fucking Frank Grisham squad's not coming to take pictures, okay? This isn't CSI. Doesn't need to take pictures You, car- No one died, okay? You barely have maroon paint transfer on your white Prius. You're fine. Just move to a parking lot and exchange info there. That's all that needs to ha- It's a fucking simple thing. Just pull off to the side of the road and exchange info. It's- but no, they're entitled to just block everybody else because both of them are too fucking stupid to drive properly. But they they now they well this is happening now you guys can like go around us. I know it's trash hour traffic, but that's the thing. Like fuck. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that happened today. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, that is how I feel about four-way flashers and the little paint transfer accidents that happen. Even if it's even if you bu- even if you break a headlight, if you're not injured, which chances of, of you being injured are statistically in your favor of not being injured. but if, if you're not injured just pull off to a fucking parking lot and exchange info like adults or even into a side street. don't just stay in the middle of the fucking road. you know they, they talk about congestion in the city being so bad because of overpop- overpopulation which is true sure but it's also because people are fucking stupid people that drive shouldn't be driving there are people that shouldn't be walking without fucking helmets and some sort of foam protection around their limbs okay there's like there are people that just should be lined up at the at the biggest wooded area each taking turn to say their respective fucking sorries to a tree for using up good fucking air yeah there's <clears throat> there's that <laughs> I can't help it. The entitlement's crazy. When I worked uh, as a medic, I remember going to this one call. Actually, there's a lot of calls, but I'll tell you about this one. This lady had gotten a call from immigration. And she was being deported. Now, I don't know the intricacies of why she was being deported. That's not my... That's not why I was there. Uh, she was in her family's home, and she was in her 40s, I believe, mid to late 40s. And um, and so she had just gotten the call that she was being deported. Uh, and... Um, she had. She went catatonic. She, you know, went laid down on the floor, and family couldn't get her up, and so they call an ambulance. Um, and uh, and so when we show up, this lady is still laying on the on the floor in the living room, and I, I walk in, and we're kind of getting the, the brief rundown from the family, and there's a language barrier for sure, but uh, we're able to, you know, at least have a conversation and sort of get get the general story, that, which is how we found out about the uh, uh, the deportation thing. And, uh, and so anyway, we, you know, I walk up this lady and I kneel down I start talking to her and I was like, does she comprehend English pretty well? And they said, yeah, she speaks English fluently. Everything is fine. So I'm trying to talk to this lady. She refuses to talk to me. She's laying there on her back with her hands crossed over her chest, which is the international sign of distress. Fucking obviously. Um, now, now here's, before I go any further. I'm not making light of the fact that this lady's being deported. I think that that would be a horrendously stressful situation, and I felt it was, it was a horrendously stressful situation for her back then too. And so I was approaching it very empathetically and uh, and and talking with this lady and trying to see what I could actually do for her, to see what we can actually do to help her. And um, and so, you know, we're, we're talking to her, and the one thing that I, I want to mention here, she's a big, she's a big woman. Okay, uh, she was. she was in the threes for sure she's a big lady and uh and that's important later um so I'm sitting there talking to her she refuses to kind of move so I I let my partner take over and try to finesse her a little bit right do good cop gooder cop you know (laughs) gooder good cop better cop kind of deal um and uh and so he had no luck either, and uh, and finally, you know, we we asked one of the kids, we're "like Can you can you just ask? Does she want to go to the hospital?" And and the kids go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And We're like, "Well, can you just ask her? We need it. We need to hear from her if, if she would like us to take her." And so they talked to her, and the woman answers them in in their in their native tongue, and and, uh, and the answer was yes, yeah, she wanted to go to the hospital. So we're like, "Okay, cool." Um, can, you, can you ask her to sit up for us? We just want to do some more tests. You know, now that we've done some tests when she's laying down. I want to do some more tests when she's sitting up. You know, check some thing, check orthostatic stuff, right? Our own, do our own thing. We want to do our due diligence uh, with this call. And, uh, and so they talked to her and she shook her head no. She's like, no, I'm not sitting up. So this woman is cognizant and has and has a good grasp of the situation now at hand. And, uh, and so they're like, no, she can't sit up. And I was like, well, there's, so there's like a difference between can't and won't. So if she can't, I need, I need her to tell me why she can't. And, uh, and literally when they were talking, literally the reasoning behind why she could not sit up, I'll tell you what it is. She didn't want to. Yeah, I'm not kidding. She did not want to. That was, she literally said that I don't want to. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, here's the thing in order for us to take her to the hospital, she's going to need to sit up. In fact, she's going to need to stand and and walk with us to the stretcher. Uh, I, I shouldn't even offer the stretcher, but I did. I'm trying to be nice to the situation. Right. And, uh, cause she doesn't need a stretcher. That's why I said that I'm not saying that to be a dick, but she didn't need it. There was nothing medically happening uh, of significance in that moment. And, uh, and so they, uh, they they, let her know that this is what we would like to have happen. Shakes her head no. And starts speaking again in the mother tongue. And the son, the son turns to us and goes, yeah, she said that you guys can just carry her. And, uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, wh- uh, what? And he goes, yeah, she said that you guys can just carry her. She's not going to get up. And I was like, okay. So just to confirm, your mom's not injured. She didn't fall here. There's no, you know, osteo history. There's like, there's nothing happening right now. And, and medications were minimal at best, right? There's nothing really significant going on other than this woman's life circumstance, which is quite significant. Uh, so I can understand distress. And, uh, and the son goes, yeah, no, she just, she said she doesn't want to get up. She said it's, it doesn't matter is what she said. And I was like, she said, it it doesn't matter. And he goes, yeah, I was like, okay, well, it matters to us because we're the ones who have to carry her and, uh, we're not going to do that. And he goes, well, isn't that your job? And I was like, whoa, in my head, I was like, I'd like to flick you in the nose right now. That's what I want want to flick you right in the nose. That's what I want to do. Uh, But I didn't obviously. So I didn't get fired. Uh, but I was like, no, that's not what we do. We we carry injured people and sick people, absolutely. But when somebody just doesn't want to get up because they're just not choosing to get up, that's, no, we're not going to carry her. And he goes, how come? Like, he was genuinely confused. There was like a, a very sincere look of obfuscation on his face, as well as some sort of judging disdain at this point. He's kind of like, just fucking take her and go. And uh, And so I look at him and then I look at her. And then I look at him, and then I look at all of her, and then I look back at him, and I was like, well, to be fair, could you fucking carry her? And uh, in retrospect, that probably wasn't the right thing to say, but, you know, we, uh, you know, there's no mulligans in life. (laughs) Anyway, so that didn't go well. Um, The woman did eventually get up, but uh, I got a complaint out of that one. (laughs) But it's like that's the thing. Like they just they, like they look at you and they're like, "We'll just carry her." Well, she's seven thousand pounds. No, I'm not gonna carry her. Like I'm a paramedic, not Superman. You know, I was Superman when I was five years old. Didn't end well. Broke my collarbone. <laughs> not doing it again. <laughs> not fucking carrying your seven thousand pound mom. If I if she doesn't need to be carried, I mean, there's, you know, our backs in our lifetimes only have so many lifts. That's just a, that's just a thing. That's we only have so many lifts, so we got to look after ourselves and lift only when we have to. And in a situation where the the person, the individual, just doesn't want to get up uh, because they're just not having a good time, that doesn't mean that by way of default, because I'm wearing a paramedic uniform that I need to carry you. So no, that's gonna be a no for me. And uh, and we face that level of entitlement a lot as a paramedic. A lot of the things. There's many, there's a myriad of different reasons of why there's such a shortage of ambulances on the road today. There's many, many uh, circumstances, many, many valid reasons, and many, many reasons that the public generally doesn't really know about. Uh, I had a call once on a Friday evening, Uh, it was Friday evening, it was for a girl, she was 19 years old, 19, and she lived within visual distance of the closest hospital, I want to say that again. She lived within visual distance from the closest hospital. Okay, now it wasn't right across the street, but it was you could see it. Okay, and I, it wasn't like in the blue haze of far away in the in one end of the city. I mean, it was clear and concise as to where it is. Maybe a twenty-minute walk, maybe, maybe, and that's depending if you walk slow or not. Anyway, we got a call for this this nineteen-year-old uh, to her house. Sorry, her apartment. Same same thing, I guess. Anyway, we go into this 19-year-old girl's apartment and um, she she's like, hey guys, thanks for coming. I was like, yep, no problem. What's going on? She goes, Oh my fucking eye. I was like, what's going on? She's like, ah, it's like red, puffy, watering. It just looks gross. I'm like, yep, it does. You you look like Quasimodo. Um, you're right, it does look gross. You, you I think you have pink eye. And she did. She had pink. It was obvious. She definitely had pink eye. Like somebody farted in her face. She had pink eye. And, um... So I was like, yeah, you have pink eye. You're going to need some antibiotic drops, most likely. She goes, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, well, what hospital are we going to? I was like, uh, well, here, I mean, you want to go to the hospital? And she goes, yeah, I do. I was like, okay, um, can I ask, can I ask like, is there anything else bothering you? Or, you know, can I ask why you want to go to the hospital? And she goes, well, I'll get in faster with you. Which is a fucking lie, by the way. You won't. At all. In fact, sometimes you end up waiting longer because you're with us. You know, people don't understand the triage system. Uh, you know, go sit in any ER and watch people get it. Watch, watch the lady that looks like she just came back from soccer mom practice and just watch her. Just be like, we've been here for like an hour and a half and my daughter's fever is not going down. Watch her go up and just not get, you know, soccer practice. Or, or watch the guy in a suit. You know what I mean? The guy's got to come because he rolled his ankle or something because he was playing, like, you know, bankers hockey or some shit. And he just walks up and goes, yeah, hi, I work on Bay Street. Uh, when, can I give you, when can I be seen? You know, watch that fucking putt sit there and try to word his way through triage. But uh, so people don't generally get what triage is. And um, this girl had no concept. So I, I tried to explain it to her. I was like, listen, it's a Friday night. And we're going to take you to the hospital. You're going to be in the waiting room for a long time. Like, it doesn't, like, we're just going to drop you off. Uh, And that's not like a threat or like a, you know, flippant remark. This is, it's just how it's going to be. You do need to see a doctor, but an emerge doctor, not so much. Your family doctor, 100%. And you need, and he'll prescribe you, you know, antibiotic eye drops. But that's all you need to get rid of this and to tell whoever farts in your face to not do that anymore, you know, hashtag 2015 or whatever year it was, and, um, and she was like, well, it's so itchy, I'm like, well, I mean, we've been over the intricacies of what you have, you have pink eye, it's gonna suck, it's not pleasant, anyway, we took this lady to the hospital because she wanted to go, 19 years old, otherwise healthy, just had a big, red, bulbous, fucking Rudolph eye, and uh, and just, yep, well, I want to go. I want. And she was completely baffled when it, when I told her what happened. Fucking happened. Except, well, okay. Except it didn't really happen the way I wanted it to. I went. The triage nurse made us wait with her because they said they didn't want her to contaminate the the waiting like the emerge waiting room. So they just she had to just wait with us instead. And eventually, our supervisor came by and he's like, "Nah, that's not happening." So eventually, we were, like we left within forty five minutes of being there. And she did. She ended up going to the waiting room. She tried. <laughs> the exact thing I said would happen went down, and the look of confusion on her face matched the dudes who wanted us to carry his seven ton mother down some stairs because she just didn't want to get up. Yeah, uh, fuck. And and that's the thing. Like going back to the girl who was filing her nails, she also looked really confused at my uh, the, the look on my face because I, I think I think. I looked like a paramedic, you know, outwardly I did, but my, on my face, my facial expression, uh, probably just looked like it was, you know, written in fuck you, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty sure she heard and, and felt every ounce of the fuck you. Uh, entitlement, it's fucking insane. I don't like it. I, it, it's one thing that really bugs me because none of us are entitled to anything, by the way none of us not me not you not anyone none of us are entitled to anything. we have to do, you know we have to be in a position to really work for something or you know be in 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 certain situations but we do we're not entitled to anything you know and I know the argument can be made for certain things and fair enough we can sit down and have more of it, but on a broad scale we're not entitled to fucking anything specifically to break the fucking law so you can run in and get a double stack burger from fucking burger priest you cunt a piece that guy man he fucking he sent this whole thing off in my head by the way this guy his actions of being a lazy prick set this whole thing into motion of me just vengefully orating on the microphone and if you've made it to this point i fucking salute you because my god this has just been me vehemently yelling into the microphone, and I apologize for that. I promise you I'm not as... Well, that's not true. I'm not really a great person. <laughs> I'm really not. Uh, I think I'm starting to demonstrate that, maybe. Ah, <sighs> Well, that's it. That's that's kind of my thing about entitlement. I'm not a big not a big fan of it. It's just it's something that really irked me as a paramedic. It's something that irks me now. Uh, I think some of the things that irked me as a medic transfers over to now, like that four-way flashing thing. I don't know if I would be as you know vehemently opposed to it um as i am had i not experienced some of its uh practical vexations um when i was working maybe maybe i wouldn't but a, i still think it's a dick move i think you're a fucking asshole if you do that and if you like unless you really need your hazard lights like that's what they're called by the way hazard lights right or four ways right that's what they're called they're not called fucking park wherever i want cuz i can fucking deal with it lights That's not at all what they're called. So, if you could just maybe not be a fucking total cunt and move your vehicle, that would be fucking sweet. Like, just park in a parking lot. Just find a place. It's not... Everyone else does. You know, every fucking other person, generally speaking, just finds a place to park. You know? Also, when you're, like... Nah, I won't even get into the cell phone walking down the sidewalk thing. What I will say about that, though, is those people that walk down the sidewalk on their fucking phone with their heads buried into their screens, and they're, like, scrolling through for the latest funny cat video or some shit, and they zigzag, you know what I mean? So they force you, as an oncoming walker, to, like, change the trajectory of your walk and your pace, and you'll eventually, you're just in a, you know you're gonna collide, So you just, you have to stop walking and just lean as far to one side as possible, or this person's going to hit you. I think that in an ideal world, walking would be like fucking hockey. And what I mean by that is like, if one of those fucking mindless cell phone zombies was walking towards me with their head down, I should be able to just fucking rock that person. Just drop the shoulder and lay it into them, and then when they go down with the little fucking yellow birds tweeting above their head and they're looking at you, you should be like, fucking, you know why. You fucking know why. Congrats, like, boom. Take that, take the whole thing. Enjoy it. And um and then carry on about your fucking day. I think that would make walking certainly more tolerable when walking in a densely populated city. <laughs> I no, I'm not a good person not at all yeah I just yeah anyway guys that's that's my thing on entitlement if you ever were curious hey Matt where do you where do your stances fall on entitlement well fucking that that's where they stand right there <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the unabashed stance of Matt and entitlement that's where I'm at with it Anyway, I'm going to cut it off there. I'm going to wish you guys a great night or a great morning or a great afternoon, depending on whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you. Uh, I did it again. See you. See you. Uh, uh, idiot. Hashtag Matt's an idiot. Matt's a moron. Uh, I will talk to you guys on the next episode of A Medic's Mind, the podcast. Until then, be well and keep talking to each other.